to due south by southeast my name's detective squee and with me well not with me as always is uh mountain michelle but with me as always is dotty baker because this week uh michelle's away and what we haven't done for a few episodes now because we've got a pretty good solid run of doing episodes of due south when we could get around to recording so i'm sorry we haven't at all kept up with weekly but you get the episodes when you do hey and you love them for it but while we had a straight run of those for a while, we didn't do any of our top 10 Canadian episodes. So usually they're done, well, we've had one with me, one with Mountain Michelle. And then usually we pull, pull Canadian folk out of their everyday life to Skype in with us to talk about their uh, top 10 Canadians. So the criteria pretty much so far has been you either have to be a host of the show or a Canadian. Well, we've got someone who's hosted quite a few of the shows with us by now. She was number... I want to say 25. I don't have the list here. Michelle keeps the list and sometimes she forgets it. But anyway, what was my point? Oh, yeah, that was it. We've got a uh, a mini Mountie who joins us for episodes quite often. She is some number on the Mountie list. Please welcome Mountie Nicola. Hello. Well, and that, it's that kind of <laughs> scintillating chat you can look forward to in this episode. As always. So yeah, as I've alluded to there, we're going to be going through your top 10 Canadians tonight. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> when I asked you to compile them, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. You asked me to make a list. I made a list. Yeah. And what did you tell me you thought was going to happen with that list? Oh, yeah. I was just going to give you a list and you were going to go off with the list. Because <laughs> that's what makes a good podcast episode is me reading 10 names out. Yes. Because I've become the guest that just doesn't go away. <laughs> well, that's true enough. Uh, <laughs> we were... Uh, so, yeah, what we usually do at the beginning of episodes with uh, Michelle is go through what we've been doing this week. But obviously Michelle isn't here. But uh, but we, we had a little bit of a uh, very slightly Canadian-themed uh, trip we last weekend. Yeah. What were the two Canadian themes? Tim Hortons. Yes, that's correct. Which was fabulous. And possibly something else. <laughs> well, I'll give you a second to think about that while I talk about Tim Hortons. So, yeah, we went up to Cardiff in Wales and we went to Tim Hortons because uh, Kevin Smith's always talking about Tim Hortons and always saying how wonderful they are. So we tried Timbits for the first time. They were good. When we got they like a, were amazing. We got a sampler of 10 Timbits. Mm, or was it 12? 20 Timbits. 20. Oh, was it 20? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, which I'm now vegan, so like that tastes like the sugariest, sub- sugariest mm. substance known to man. But it was very nice. I don't remember the other Canadian thing. <laughs> you really are going to kick yourself when you realise. I don't get what, what it was. I think to... about um, the Mini Mountie Club. There's something, there's a link with that. There's a link with our theme tune. Um, do you know who does our theme tune? Oh, Johnny White Trash. No, no. No. He does the sting. Well, there's the sting, and then he goes, Mini Mountie Club, eh? We met. With my friend. Well, but what's his name, though, is what I'm wondering. Matt Lee's. Yes. Yes. 
Chutney, if I gave you a second to think you'd remember. Yes, yes. And of course, his yes, his so uh, lovely wife, wife, Rachel. Yes. So we, we met our theme tune maker. Well, I, I say met. I've met him loads of times. We're friends. You met him for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he is Canadian Welsh. Yeah. So that's the second Canadian link. So, yeah, Canadian Timbits, Canadian coffee with the Timbits. Mm-hmm. Coffee is very nice as well, or the, the tea you had. And uh, a bit of Matt Lee's time. Awesome. And we had nice, big, greasy burgers. Yes, that was awesome. Oh, food was lovely. Yep. Too much food, too little time. I went for my first uh, vegan burger. It was mm. very nice. I just know no second vegan burger, but this was a different sort of flavouring to it. Yeah. Tastes a bit like an onion bhaji. I don't know. I had a bunga nice. bunga. You had a bunga bunga party. Bunga. I had a bunga bunga. <laughs> and I had the very weird experience of having a cider with my burger, which you don't usually get in fast food places mm. over here. But yeah, uh, that was our little Canadian adventure, so that was fun. And I also, oh, I got to, uh, we got to meet up and listen to some music by Com Sanson Regan, who is a Dog 2 guy. He was uh, the double for David Tennant. Mm-hmm. So I know, know him through my other podcast, uh, Gallifrey Stands, GallifreyStandsPodcast.com. But yeah, yeah, so uh, we got to see him play with his band and stuff. Yeah, so it's a wonderful little weekend of yes. kind of some Canadian stuff yeah. chucked in there. Yeah, 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 some British, some Canadian. Yeah. And uh, just so Michelle knows how easy it is, if you want to contact this show, it's at Due South BSC on Twitter. Uh, there's a group on Facebook. Oh, wow. You looked so worried as if I was going to ask you to say it. I haven't got a scoop. <laughs> if you go to the Wonky Spanner Networks, you can find all our episodes or look us up on uh, iTunes or podcast players due south by southeast. Look, you listen to us right now, so you must have found us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything out, though? Oh, yeah, we're also on Instagram, due south BSE. And we, me, whatever it's called. Me, we. No, I didn't actually make up a page for that. That was just to wind <laughs> Michelle up. I know, that's why I just said it. Although, yeah, you can check out check out our My, MySpace page right now. <laughs> just ask Jeeves yeah <laughs> your favourite search engine so Nicola yes top mm-hmm. 10 Canadians so you did say that you had oh it sounded like it was difficult to come up with these well no I like to make them personal I like to have reasons why I've picked them more than anything it wasn't really I mean there was lots to choose from I could have gone for a load of celebrities but this I is what to. I love and I'm endlessly sur- surprised by is how seriously people take their top 10 Canadians I love that about this like this feature makes people really go oh well I better you know, really do my best yeah absolutely so uh, Madeleine is was one of our previous compilers oh Okay. Well, you're probably going to hear ones that we've already had, or you. That's done, fine. Or... Look, we accepted very early on. We might get repeat Canadians, mm-hmm. but we have had some lists which were really mind-blowingly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone seems to bring something different to it. So Matt Lee's, for instance, went for a load of wrestlers in his list. Right. Okay. Uh, there was a oh. Oh, hello. I'm accidentally sending off the theme tune again. <laughs> so. Uh, I was say, is that the end? <laughs> yeah, Nicola, could you stop doing that? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, you don't get out of it that easily. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jeremy Raddock, our friend, uh, he's a Canadian actor. He came on the uh, the show and he gave his 10. And they were five pop culture ones, five lesser known Canadian. Like, yeah, there was a guy who was uh, a big union man mm-hmm. who fought and you know, died for the unions and stuff. Oh, wow. And you had loads of really fantastic characters. What have you brought us? What were your criteria, first of all? My criteria, I didn't really have any criteria. Like I say, all my criteria was really looking at people that for some reason or another spoke to me or I thought was relevant or to me or something that I, yeah, it wasn't just pick them out of a hat. Right. That that was mine. Would you like my first one? Well, you stay at number 10. I, I didn't add, these are not in all order of numbers. Oh, I, these are just, oh, can oh no, I just no, be clear? You love all the Canadians asked, equally. I was never asked to put them in order. <laughs> no, I just say if people have got an order, then you go for your favourite no. last. But I think we all love all in our Canadians fairness, equally. The the ones that I've gone for the top are the ones that I think, for me, are the most important to put at the top. Okay, so are they going last? 
no we're going to go from most important i think you'll see why when you okay, when you get my number 10 you'll realize why we haven't gone the other way okay by the um, way oh, well no I'll, we will find out i was going to ask if someone's on your list but if they're not i might have to say okay. something to you afterwards just because you know oh. well you don't know obviously but um, okay that'll be interesting so my first one hope you're ready yep. for the first is emily murphy Emily Murphy. Emily Murphy. So Emily Murphy was one of the famous five. Okay. As in she was from, and I hope I'm saying this right, she was a bit of an equivalent to a female uh, suffragette, a British suffragette. But she was from the famous five. Yeah, the famous five they were called. You know that's fictional characters by any... I do know that's fictional, but they were also named the famous five. So she is was the same famous five. No, Ina Blyton's name is not in the five. <laughs> I'm just checking that this isn't a fictional. I think we did have one fictional character no, in someone's list. It's, it's not fictional. Basically, she was a women's rights activist, um, and they uh, when I think in um, legislation when they used the word person, they wanted that to be defined as that does include women. Well, that's the just... The word person um, does, obviously, because, you know, you look that's back... That's ridiculous then, rules, considering women like people. <laughs> What's next? I know, I know, you know, we'll just be going outside fully clothed next, won't What's we? What's next? Voting for women? I know, oh, yeah. it's just disgraceful, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, we'll have jobs and everything next. Well, I'm OK what? with that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worm that turned. Yeah. <laughs> What, you mean the sketch from the two Ronnies? I do, yeah. I do. Where the men became the householder. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> well, that's a very niche British reference for a Canadian podcast. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my number one, purely. I mean, she ended up being, um, I think, the first uh, female magistrate in Canada. So there was five women who all campaigned. And, yeah, I had to put them her top of the list. Representing all five women, that one name. So, uh, solidarity for us, for our Canadian sisters there. It had to be, yes. Yeah, it's oh, very impressive. I, I, I am impressed so far, yeah. Ah, thank you very much. Would you like me to move on to number I'm Really, honestly, if I ask someone to do this, I kind of always think it's like just, pop, just pick 10 Canadians oh. that you like and be really thought about. You really dug deep. Uh, Ross Mullen, a friend of the show, as well as friend of Gallifrey Stones, a Canadian actor again. And he uh, did a just a little 10 minute chat with us at the um, the event I went to up in Wales, Sci Fi Weekend, a mm-hmm. great event, by the way. And uh, he said he's going to come on and do his top 10 Canadians. And he, he was already kind of spilling them off to me. He was going, like, there's going to be Celine Dion, there's going to be Avril Lavigne, because I love her. And he had loads of. He was like, oh, cool, save something for the record. Jeez, man. I was going to say. So he was brimming with Canadians. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, did, back to your list. Okay, no, that's okay. No, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say I did see some of those on there, actually. And like I say, you could pick. Quite a few, but it's nice to have a few that are actually, yeah. you know, a bit of a mix in there. That's the other Canadian thing we did. What's that? We saw Deadpool 2, which <gasps> oh, got we did Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds who's Canadian. and song by... Celine Dion, or my friend used to call us Ilon Dylon. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little nugget of information. But she had that uh, Cool Ashes song on the film. Yeah. I really like that song. I'm not Celine Dion. I really don't like Celine no. Dion usually, but that song's great. Yeah, I mean, she's a great singer. She's got a great voice. She's not my, again, not my type of singer, but she's got a great voice and that was a good song. Great film. Yeah. So if you're ready for my number two, it's... Yeah, Ar- drop, drop, drop your two on us. <laughs> All right, then. It's Arthur Curry. Arthur Curry? Why don't I know that name? Oh, God! <gasps> I'm not saying half of a curry. I'm saying Arthur Curry. Arthur Curry, you've gone fictional. Or... No, I haven't. Why do you think I'm always going... Arthur Curry, isn't that the name of Aquaman? <laughs> no. I thought Aquaman was maybe Canadian. <laughs> no. somewhere. Why do you no, think Arthur I'm Curry... Arthur Curry's the name of, uh, <laughs> of Aquaman, I'm sure. Uh, I'm just looking at my iPad, okay. folks. And by the way, I am not editing anything out. Arthur Carey, Aquaman. Eh? 
Arthur Curry, Aquaman. How odd. No, mine's a C-U-R-R-I-E. Well, okay. Okay, so my Arthur Curry... It's Aquaman. Is not. <laughs> Go on. He is not. Okay. He was a senior officer of the Canadian Army. Fought in the World War One. So again, I had to put out a suffragette. And for the microphone, I was saluting at that moment, like I do every time we listen to the theme tune when it gets the O Canada bit. And uh, yeah, I think for me, I picked him as a name of many, many names. Um, many of the many uh, names Justice before. League. But I went for there's, him. There's loads of other. <laughs> he's generally considered to be the mo- one of the most capable commanders of the Western Front and one of the finest commanders in Canadian military history. That's why I went with him. So again, a bit like the suffragettes, I picked a name that represented. Goddamn Canadian hero. Absolutely, picked a name. Represented and also all. the same name as Aquaman. I know. <gasps> Who now? What's Aquaman's name? Don't Arthur look. Curry. No, as in what's his name in his other name? His name in his other name. Do you know what I mean? Aquaman what? or Arthur Curry? Orin. I'm sure his name's Aquaman. Oh, it's like a C name. Yeah, it's Orin. Oh, yeah. That's quite possible. Oh, um, well, well done with that. Yeah, you've got a list here of all the people who played Aquaman. Oh, cool. And one of them is John DiMaggio in you Batman that, Sir the Arthur Bre- Curry never played Aquaman. It says that here. It's got a list of people who played him. It's got Sir Arthur Curry. It was ironic because he wanted to play the character named after him. No, he spells it differently, but it's, you know. Okay. He thought, Arthur Curry, Arthur Curry, let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and John DiMaggio played him, who is best known as Bender from Futurama. Ah, cool. He played him Batman the Brave and the Bold. Have you ever seen those? No, I don't think I have, <gasps> actually. Obviously, something it, I need to watch. A hilarious show. Mm-hmm. B, his version of Aquaman is really funny he oh. plays him like a William Shatner-esque version it's like ah oh, I am Aquaman <laughs> like Brian Blessed it's got a bit of uh, yeah, yeah William oh, Shatner in it it's so good um, anyway that's by the way so Aquaman was that pick mm-hmm. uh, what's your number 8 there is no number 8 we're on number 3 that's why I said number 3 okay so again no, now it goes into no particular order here, so I'm going to be clear on that. <laughs> Actually, you might talk about your next pick, who knows? <laughs> um, we were going to go with one that you'd come up with, which was Michael J. Fox, and you went, oh, Back to the Future, and I was like, one step ahead of you there. He's what do you mean, Family list. Ties? Michael J. Fox. Oh, sorry, you said, oh, Back to the Future, and one step ahead of you there, Family Ties? <laughs> no. Michael that was the step before that. Okay, well, Michael Unless you J. mean Fox. step ahead as in the one afterwards, which was Spin City, of course. Uh, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> what? I'm just busting some science on you about Michael J. What can we say about him? Well, of course, Back to the Future, one of the best oh, films of all time. I know, awesome. And uh, I don't care what anyone says, part one. It's the bomb. Like, that's, you know, yeah. it, it's anyone who says part two. Look, part two had its elements which were great, but yep. but some of its best, some of its best elements oh. were when they went back into the events of one. Mm. The future stuff, yeah, it's all See, the, I like the things about the future the, stuff which the is in the past now. In episode two, yeah. because that's the sort of thing I would do is go and buy almanac and then go and put loads of bets on. Oh, that's me all over. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just be uh, clear. Yeah. I mean, no one picks part three, obviously, but, you know. No, that was the Western, I th- wasn't I, I it? I think it was okay, in... No, it was Dim- Yeah, they were all fine, but it's Lord Dimension Returns. The first one's the best, second one's good, third one, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was different because you were sort of... You had a train rather than the DeLorean. Yeah, it's just... Similar, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. That thing of just replaying the whole film again, but with... This time it's a manure... Cart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Michael J. Fox, yeah, as I say, he uh, did also Family Ties. Mm-hmm. He played yeah. a young conservative. Um, Secret of My Success. Yes, that really was a really great good film. film. Yeah. yeah, love that one. It's really good. He, uh, oh God, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh yeah, there was yeah Spin City, which he did for a number of years, mm-hmm. which was during that, the filming of that, the actors apparently got really annoyed with him, thought he was just fucking around and not turning up to set. But it turned out that was the signs of Parkinson's showing. Uh, and he didn't want to reveal it until later. So when he was kind of 
wrapping up the show, he goes, look, I'm going to have to leave the show. And that's when Charlie Sheen came in for the last series. And he said, yeah, I'm sorry, I've got Parkinson's. And they had all thought he was going off and drinking and stuff, and that's why he was the way he was. Mm. And they all felt like shit after that. Yeah. And they were like, sorry, man, like, just because of the... And he's going, no, look, I understand it. That's probably how it looked. Um, and he also did a short-lived TV show in fairly recent year, I think two or three years ago. It was called The Michael J. Fox Show. All right. Uh, it only lasted one series of about 13 episodes, uh, 13 episodes, I think it was. It was really, the, the, the pilot episode was especially strong and then maybe it did lose its way a bit. But the fact they did that, coping with Parkinson's, mm. was amazing. Yeah. And he made the character, so the character was dealing with a, I think it was another motor, motor neuron disease. Right, okay. But he was dealing with similar sort of, sorts of issues, so he wrote it into the yeah. show. yeah. And the whole idea in the show was he was a sportscaster who'd given it up. Sportscaster or newsman? Something like that. He'd given it up and then he was returning to doing the job in the same way he was in real life. It was yeah. all really cleverly done. Um, so yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, Michael J. Fox, what, what a legend. What say? Absolutely. He also, he didn't learn to play the guitar for Back to the Future. So they used a like hand double and they kind of walked around it. But he has since learned to play Johnny Be Good on the guitar. Aww. So he could do it at this charity gala they do every year. And he now plays it every year, uh, raising money for Parkinson's awareness to, sh- to show you can do anything Aww. when you've got Parkinson's. So he learned it with Parkinson's, not yeah. in the... I mean, well, apparently during Back to the Future they worked out he did have it, but it obviously it wasn't really showing. Yeah. And obviously not Michael J. Fox, but we did see Doc Brown at um, the London... London Comic Con. London Comic Con and the DeLorean. We did. We did. That was awesome. Cool. So if I move on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my next one. And Michael J. Fox, interestingly enough, sorry, sorry, just remembered. Never played Aquaman. Really? Yeah. Oh, did he ever fight in the Canadian First World War? No, but, no. but apparently Aquaman did. That's weird. That's strange, isn't it? That's weird. So moving on, <laughs> I have got something that's very relevant in my life right now, which is Arrested Development. Woo! And I went for Job. I thought for a second there you just can put the TV show in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't think it's a Canadian production. No, but, but I went for Job because I've got a little bit of a soft spot for Job. So we're actually having an Arrested Development night tonight. Yeah. So I got you into the show. Yeah. And we're now watching the latest series, which has just uh, landed on Netflix. Nearly finished Probably like it. a week or two ago by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. We've nearly finished. It's got about two episodes left, I think, and we're done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yep. good to have so, back. So, so yeah, Job. oh, Can't yeah, say yeah. much else about him other than Job's Job. Can't say much else about... Um... Oh, I'm blanking his name. You just put him down as Job <laughs> on your list. <laughs> He's Job in my life. Oh, God. Oh, Does he no. need another name? Yes. Why? He could be Job. Because he's played lots of other parts, like uh, he's in uh, he's Lego Batman. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's done other stuff, but right now he's Job. <laughs> oh, I don't know, people. What? He's been in loads of other stuff as well. Have you got IMDb <laughs> up or not? Yeah, I did, but it's actually sent me straight to the dictionary, which says, which basically says, Do you just God look up or Job? Job. A lump or vicious or slimy substance. I love the fact that you didn't look up the rest of element or anything else. No. You went straight into oh. looking up Job. <laughs> a, a, that, that for you a, was the most efficient way of finding out Will Arnett's phlegm. name. Will Arnett's name. Will Arnett. Will, it's Will Arnett's one day. Okay. I like my definitions more. Your hard work. Uh, so, yeah, as you, you say, rest of element... <laughs> Batman Lego as Batman and the Lego movie. Yeah. Oh, he's so good in that. He's just awesome. The Lego movies, the way yeah, they've I, got the... I uh, like, I've watched the... Yeah, that was good, actually, Lego movie. It's funny because um, I have my niece and nephew over and I sat with my nephew. When the others have gone to bed, he's a little bit older. He, he's was nine, eight, something like that. So me and him watched Lego Movie, and actually, I he was he got bored of it pretty quick. I was the one who was like, "Oh, I've got to watch the end. I've got to watch." The end. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool. 
It's the way they just lampoon everything so brilliantly from Batman, including, you know, when they go, oh, I've been battling with some of my lesser villains recently or something like that, and they show, like, the Condiment King along <laughs> alongside many other really useless ones. All real Batman villains from the comics. Yeah. All of them existed, just so ridiculous. But, yeah, he is great in Arrested Development. He is awesome, yeah. He is just awesome. had that great storyline with him and Tony Wonder. Yes. With the uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah. That and those two playing like, off each other. Oh, they were brilliant. They, yeah, it's yeah, it was good. And he's great. I just think, yeah, I think he's great in it. Uh, so, so you want me to move to the next one? Well, I'm just looking up some more Will Arnett. Okay. Show when dogs. When you say Will Arnett, I keep thinking you're going to say Will I Am. Well, Will I'm not. <laughs> Uh, thank you. He's also coming up in Show Dogs, playing oh, Frank. Cool. Is that a person? Or I'm going to guess it's one of the dog voices. He's also got uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy in that. Uh, yeah, that sounds really fun. Uh, the Magic School Bus Rides Again. Well, I don't think I need to say anything more about that. Bojack Horseman, one I've always meant to get to but never have. Uh, cooking with Alfred. Yeah, it looks like there's some <laughs> bonus shorts from Brilliant. from uh, Batman Lego. Oh, that looks good. Cooking with Alfred. And not job too nutty by nature. <laughs> God, he's done quite a few uh, different things lot, over the years. Does get about. Well, he does that in Arrested Development as well. Well, that's very true. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yes. He appears in uh, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret, which does. Oh God! Now I'm going to blank on his name. Um, uh, the guy who plays uh, Fuque in uh, Restaurant. Oh, Tobias Fuque. Oh, what's his name? We, we had this the other day. Yes, I know. I know. Um, looking up. Oh, looking that's up. Frustrating. Looking up. Uh, David, David Cross. Cross. Hmm. That's his show. It's so funny. If you've yeah. never watched that, we've got to watch that at some point. Okay, anyway, we're, now we're just compiling our Netflix queue. What's your next on your list? Okay, so this one I'm absolutely sure you've had. I'm absolutely 100% sure someone's brought up, but I could not not bring it up. So I went James Doohan. Montgomery Scott <gasps> exactly exactly and those words and the opening is just that's from the bagpipes playing Amazing Grace when yeah. Scotty's getting blasted in space what can you Scotty Spock's getting blasted in space Scotty was the one playing hey, you've probably had him on the list before I mean I probably had him he... I probably wish yes Yes. He's dead now. Well, yes, but you've. Uh, you've I don't must know. Have, must have. I mean, I can't remember. if you haven't, then why not? If I missed him off my list, that is a very big miss. That is a very big miss. How could you not? But have I probably had Shatner. That was one or the other. I and I must looked. admit, Doohan is my. Like, he was exactly. my favourite from the original I series. I saw William Shatner there and I thought, no, I'm going to have uh, Montgomery Scott because. Why not? Why would you not? Star Trek. Scott. Especially in the films, he was so funny. And yeah. uh, his uh, guest spot in Star Trek The Next Generation, Relics, when he's there and he's saying, um, oh, when he was drinking the bar with uh, Data. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is this stuff? It is, it is, it is green. And then he <laughs> takes some and he goes, oh, yeah. And, and he just talks about, um, so wistfully about the old ships oh. and about, Oh, it's just I, so good. Yeah, and uh, do you know what? It, it, I don't even have to watch Star Trek half the time. You get that opening music, the opening intro, and that's it. I'm I'm away. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, gone you on are aroused by Star Trek. Yeah, I'm on my own little. Now I'm on my own little star. I'm part of the star fleet, and off I go. Can you stop slapping the sofa? You know we're recording, and that you know. Do you think oh. people? I think I'm slapping something else. Maybe after the record. But uh, no, I'm just, just... You naughty, naughty boy! <laughs> really getting spanked there. Anyway. <laughs> Michelle, come back. This is what happens when we record without you. Go on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moving on. So, uh, James Doohan. And yeah, you did awesome. a lot of westerns before as well. Yep. And I also, I named one of my LARPing characters Doohan after him. Ah, 
that's which apparently means in high elven of the ritual which i didn't know until i made that up ah, interesting yeah yeah next time cool so the next one is margot kidder uh oh um lois lane yes i didn't know she was canadian yes are oh, recently sadly taken from us absolutely but very much in my childhood very much loved watching superman one of my favorite bits i know it, it wasn't including her but it was um oh, his name has escaped me now richard Pryor. Pryor? Uh, richard Pryor. yeah yeah was a bit where he's with the donkey traveling with the donkey I can't remember. I think they're going to. Um, I can't remember which which one it was, but uh, you know the the bits I mean. I mean, uh, I need to watch awesome. it back. I can't so, remember that bit. Superman was a big thing for it's me when I was little. One. It's something I watched with my dad. It's just yes, yeah, something I absolutely love. So obviously, picking Lois Lane was representative yeah. of. Also, Superman. I mean. What a great Justice League list you have so much. You've got, had Batman. You've now got Lois Lane representing Superman. And you had Aquaman, of course. Uh, so that's yes, three of the Aquaman. Justice League. I just won the Aquamans. I, I won the Aquam, Aquaman. Um, also, yeah, yeah. It's worth saying with Lois Lane. I mean, I loved... Just sorry, Lois Lane. Margaret Killer. Mar- I loved when she was playing... Sorry? Margot. Margot Killer. You said Margaret then. I yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> But anyway, when she was on uh, in Superman, and uh, as Lois Lane, when she was doing that first interview with uh, with Superman, and just the chemistry between them mm. in that scene, and when she's being so serious, and uh, she goes, oh, what colour is my underwear? Like, oh, I'm sorry, have I embarrassed you? And uh, he's going, no, you're in front of a, uh, a lead-lined planter, so I can't see through it. Oh, you can't see through lead? Okay, that's interesting. She writes down and goes... He goes. She goes. Oh, anyway, and she walks out from under the uh, under the planter, and he goes, pink. <laughs> She's going, <"What>? oh, <laughs> and he totally turns around. But the, the way they play it I off each like, other. Yeah, I just think they were amazing, and I just yeah, they were very good. And for anyone who says about like, uh, you know, fair point about that we need more strong female characters. She mm. was it in those movies, uh, Clark was always on the back foot to her. She was always, like, it was the same in the comics, I believe. She was always in charge of those kind of two and throws. Mm. She was always giving him shit, you know. They were very close as well, and she said, how could you not be close, obviously working... You mean in real life? Yeah, 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 yeah. so... Yeah, so, Mar- yeah, Margot Kidder was definitely on my list. And, uh, great shame, the... The trouble she had, like, oh, yeah, with uh, yes, alcohol and substances. Yeah, it wasn't easy for her, so, um, no. yeah. No. Uh, you'll be sorely missed, and uh, what oh, a great addition works. to your list. Uh, that's a f- certainly the first time she's come up. Oh, perfect. So, this one has come up before, but, yeah, we can't not have him. John Candy. Oh, the Candyman. The Candyman, as we call him. So many... Uh, 80s and 90s films mm. that we actually and I think you could even do it for 70s just that we had to divide up like when we were going oh let's have a John Candy movie night and it's like but but which ones there's so many and I went right okay we're gonna have an 80s John Candy movie night then we can no we did 90s didn't we yeah so we've still got to do an 80s John Candy night yes. and or was that 80s no, it was Planes, Trains, yeah, so it's yeah. got to be 80s. And Uncle Buck. No, we didn't do Uncle Buck. No, that's no. in the 90s one. Planes, Trains, and... Oh, what was that one that was absolutely hilarious? And I can't think Who's of it. Who's Harry Crumb? That was it. And then Delirious, oh, no, which Delirious, is... Yeah, I really liked Delirious. I thought Delirious was great awesome. for being a cheesy kind of oh, film. I thought... But because it had him, I yeah. think it was okay. Anyone else knew might have gone, oh, this is just awful. But because yeah. it was him, all is forgiven. Definitely no, no. I, I mean, it's. I still find it enjoyable, mm. but it's not the greatest written film. He, I mean, he makes any no, script but... sing with just how yeah. great his performances are. Oh. And there was just so much heart. He could be so silly, so outrageous in some moments. Mm-hmm. 
And I often call this kind of the only fools and horses effect, way mm. that you can be so silly and funny in one moment, then you go serious, then you go back. So, yeah, it'll make your heart break by just... In Uncle, in Uncle Buck, which you bring up there, he unfolds a photograph where he's yeah. been tucked back. Just mm. there's a really sad look in his eyes yeah. for a minute. Yeah. And in uh, Old Plains Trains, when yeah. he reveals his wife's been dead all this time, and, uh, yeah. sorry, spoilers for a film from 1987, <laughs> it's when he says to... Uh, yeah, uh, Steve Martin comes back because he realises the reason why he's, he is the way is that, yeah. that his wife died. Yeah. And he's telling me about it, and oh, it just yeah, it breaks my heart yeah. every time. But like you say, going back to your Uncle Buck, you know, he's the same guy that's doing the unfolding of the photo. <laughs> the next minute along the line, he's doing something like microwaving socks, you know, and, you know, he's <laughs> <laughs> picking them up by tongs, and you think, you know, that is just, he's just amazing. He's so awesome. And again, I've picked someone that really tragically passed away. Yep. Too young, you know, I, I believe he had a heart attack, but I don't think that was fully found. But I seem to passed away in his sleep, I think. I seem to remember he was one of those uh, actors who felt he had to stay fat mm, to be yes, seen as the probably, character he yeah, was and to yeah. be cast in those roles. And he was worried he wouldn't have a career. I, I think he was one of those. Actors. I'm really sorry to any John Candy fans who know better if I'm wrong. But I, I, I think I heard that. Mm. Um, but that's very a very common thing amongst larger actors because they yeah. think they get cast in certain roles. And, mm. uh, he was also due to be in Ghostbusters. I think originally he was down for Lewis. Oh, interesting. I think so, again. Lewis, because he was a very young... Like Rick Moranis' yeah. character, yeah. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because I seem to remember, because I don't... He was still alive then, mm. pretty sure. But I think he was originally cast and maybe like there was a casting change or yeah, maybe they just went a different way with it. Maybe he had auditioned. I'm, I'm sure he was something in line for that. Because it was definitely going to be John Belushi as one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah John okay. Candy. A big salute. Uh, not the first time he's been on one of these lists, but uh, always a worthy entry. So you're going to find now that I'm obviously... I'd started quite, you know serious with the old suffragette blah 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 and then I'd come down I so, thought you got more serious as we went down I mean the, uh, <laughs> when you really got into the deep justice league of it no no we're now sort of going oh, to finding world war two and also anyway we're going to light entertainment well let's say light entertainment my next one is an actor that I love and I've always liked is Donald Sutherland great actor oh I mean yeah I actually rate Donald... Uh, no, don't get me wrong, both great actors, but I actually, for me, Donald Sutherland is one I'd pick out of the two. Keitha or Donald, you know, yeah. said those. you pick him over the Keitha. The Keitha. Donald Sutherland, absolutely love him. Love him in pretty much, you know... I mean, and plus he's a man who gets to say, I've literally produced, produced things from my balls which have more talent than you, he can say to a lot of actors. Because mm. Keitha Sutherland... Is better than a lot of actors. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, can't really say much. Kind of, do, you, do you want to name some of the films though? Some of favourite yeah, performances. Okay, so um, Hunger Games. Oh God, yeah, that's wow. Mm-hmm. That's a recent pull. Yeah, I was. Yeah, um, he was in Pride and Prejudice. Was he remake of yeah okay. with um, Kira Knightley and Matthew. Connor? No. Broderick? I can't remember. No, no, no. So Matthew Broderick. Was a really weird casting? No. (laughs) Matthew Um, Perry? You're going to lose me now. Um, And I can visualise him and other things, but I can't Matthew Kelly. No, stop it, because I'm trying (laughs) to think of names of films. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Why are you giving me that look now? Because I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good actor. He's Matthew good actor. slash Dave in brackets band. I like him. He's a good actor. Matthew LeBlanc. Known to Matt by his friends. Honestly. <laughs> what did I do? What don't you do? Wow. Actually, yeah. Um, oh, no, 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 also, I don't want to know. He was also great in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
He was. He was one of the uh, original I don't, film. I always wanted to know because uh, when Joss Whedon talks about the film when they were doing mm. that, he often says about how some people just weren't obviously just there for the paycheck, doing the bare minimum. I can't believe. I'd love to hear the list of who that is, just because I can't believe uh, Don Sutherland is one of those because he was great in it. I thought. Yeah, yeah, I did. I liked the. Um, I actually didn't watch. I watched the series first for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then I watched the film, but yeah, he did. Some... I don't know. No, it wasn't the same. I'm not suggesting that was no, no, no. the same. But yeah, did he do uh, some horror as well, Donald? Well, he's been in a few thriller type things. There was yeah. one that was very. The yeah. Wicker Man wasn't he? No, that was Nicolas Cage. No, you're talking about the remake of yeah, Wicker I Man. Am. Sorry. <sighs> yeah, because everyone when they think of Wicker Man, they think of the Nicolas Cage remake. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was in the original Wicker Man. Ah, I see. Well, don't you look it up. You talk while I'm looking up. Okay, well, I was going to... Have you found it? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if he's in it. I may have been mistaken. But he certainly wasn't in the remake. No. Perhaps, no, I thought he was. Perhaps but... Arthur Curry was in the... Aquaman. <laughs> Wicker Man and Aquaman. Yeah. No fire And Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo. Was... Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo and the Pisky Kids. Yeah. Wicker Man, Aquaman meets Scooby-Doo. Yes. Come on, Shuggy. You heard it here first. <laughs> Come on, that was a very good impression. <laughs> oh, that's Donald Sutherland. I don't think anyone could say we didn't give him his dues there. No. And um, shall I move on? Yeah. Okay, so I've got two left. Again, I'm going for another actor. I am going for Dan Aykroyd. <gasps> which takes us back to the Ghostbusters, dun, dun, which dun, I'm dun, sure dun, you've dun, probably dun, had on dun, here before. Dun, 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 uh, two dun, films, dun, two of my yeah, favourites. Did, did you recognise the tune that I was doing there? No. It's a Green Onions theme, ah. which was used on The Bleach Brothers. Ah, That's the first thing I think of when I hear Dan Aykroyd, no, even though, as you say, he was great in... Uh, See, my In two films that I got, yeah, one Ghostbusters, uh, Busters, Busters, um, Dragnet. Yeah. Love that film. He is marvellous. Now, I think we've talked about this before. Yes. Yeah, he's really great. Not on the podcast, though. Yeah, uh, he plays that so well, and the, the, mm, especially when the character flips later. Yeah, and he's after the Virgin Connie Swell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, the Virgin Connie Swell. No, no, like, no, no, I was, I was, mm. um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, um, and I rescued Connie Swell. Yes. Oh, you mean the Virgin Connie Swell? Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that's a great, oh, and actually, oh, no, obviously Tom Hanks, Pep Strebeck. Great, and yeah, you've but... got also uh, the Colonel Potter from, um, I can't remember his real name, Colonel Potter from MASH. Mm-hmm. He was in Dragnet as one of the two main cops oh. and he plays the ch- police chief. Yes, yes and he was he in the does. original TV show. I know. Sorry, I'm tapping Squee on the shoulder. Yeah, can you stop there now? <laughs> That's not my shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> but Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, he was also in My Girl. Uh, and yes, uh, Drive Miss Daisy. Yeah. And those, perhaps a, a tad more serious kind of stuff than that. Um, and who can forget, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, where he was the police chief. <sighs> who can forget, no matter how much therapy we have, none of us. And uh, Bleach Brothers 2000. Yep. Which I still think the music in that's great. Yep. Maybe not the best plot, but... Saturday Night Live he was in as well mm, he's great you ready for number 10 I'm sorry were we keeping you <laughs> no you carry on I just want to think of some more of the Dan Aykroyd the Grey Outdoors Grey Outdoors he did with uh, John Candy ah all comes around ok that's one I turned on on that one <laughs> ok so I've got to explain a little bit about number 10 because so number 1 or 10 the reason I picked number 10 is... When Seems I was very undramatic to, to not do in Countdown style, though. Oh, sorry. No, go on, number 10. Um, the reason I picked number 10... And you've got to have something from all different 
walks of life, ain't ya? And all different in things. Ya. Ain't ya? In ya. In ya. But ain't ya? Um, you realise this is how uh, Americans and probably Canadians think we talk. Oh, and why would I disappoint? They're like, yeah, you're just I'm using flipping, your normal voices. I'm flipping my talk prop, talk nicely to ain't ya? More like your usual voice. When yeah, it is when is we not. come off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought, right, I, I had a look on Google, as you do, Canadian celebrities, famous Canadians, blah, blah, blah. I thought I'd have a look at the news. Canadian news, news bits that come up in the little news section of Google. Number 10 is Heidi Van Horney. Is this one who's on your laptop somewhere? She is a Canadian porn star. Nice. Right? The reason I... Very polite. Her, she was on my news. The news. You can just finish news. on my face, eh? The reason I picked her, she was on... It was... Why shaking your microphone? <laughs> I had a muscle twitch. I'm sorry. Let's bring attention to that. <laughs> I thought you were like, oh... <laughs> Star. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm wobbling the mic again as if the listener could hear that. Calm down, calm down. Have a drink and a shower. Um, the... Have a drink in the shower? <laughs> have a drink and a cold shower. Oh, wait, I thought you said have a drink in the shower. No, so not in the shower. You could do if you want. Anyway. Just get wet. No, basically, it come up with this bit of article... About Heidi Van Horney. 2014 this was, but it was saying that Heidi Van Horney... <laughs> Just keep saying the great name. Great name. That's a great well, name. That's enough it? for me. Uh, basically, yeah. It said in this piece that she was tw- when she turned 23, she was going to sleep with 23 men in one go. Nice. Right. So that was 2014. Now, I don't know because I couldn't... Because then it led me to try and find whether she actually did sleep with 23 men, as you do. I need How to know... How this come up in the news? I don't know. I put... I don't know what I must have... Put Canadian porn stars. <laughs> it's all crossing over. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what I'd put to I get know, this lady. It's... Anyway, so there was other news... Canadian porn stars, that... 24 year, years old... News bits, but... Has sex with... 23, because she was going to have sex with 23 men. Anyway, there was other news bits as well, but I just... A, I couldn't find whether she'd actually done it or not. And then I was looking as well to think, well, four years ago, is she going to do it one up each year? That was my thought process, but I couldn't find anything. So I'm just saying she's on there, (laughs) purely because I'd obviously read up on her (laughs) and I couldn't find any more information, so... You know? Well, that's a lovely bit of research you did for your list. <laughs> I mean, these are your top ten Canadians of all time. You're going, eh, porn stuff. Well, yeah, but we can't. You can't diss the porn industry, can you? Because it's a big industry, and uh, you know they're all actresses and actors, and and also we all know. Look, you try and come up with your yeah. top ten Canadians of all time. Obviously, it's going to be like when people pick their top hundred songs ever, or whatever, yeah. or ten. Songs yeah. ever. I don't know why they'd be picking a hundred. That's one of those countdown know. lists. Obviously, always on those lists, there's going to be a few ones which are popular at the time, which probably won't stand the test of time. Yeah, but I want to know: Did she do the twenty-three? And I don't does know. she up it each year? I think she someone has it up her every day. So someone might know. I oh, mean, please do write in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did Heidi have a van? And was she horny? Did she have a what? My name was Heidi Van Horny. Oh, did she have a van? Did she oh, have that, a van? That's less rude than what I thought I had. She probably wasn't even called Heidi. You think that might be a fake name? <laughs> <sighs> I'm shocked. <laughs> we'll research that. <laughs> well, there's at least one which you missed off your list. Because did you not think of adding someone from the world of Kevin Smith? Both big Kev Smith fans. Oh. Do you know the one of which I speak? His producer. His bro, Scotty Moe. Scott Mosier. Yep. He's Canadian, Scott Mosier. Yeah, they talk about it a lot. 
Yeah. Aww. That's where they met up in Canadian film school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe he'd have gone, you know, bumped Heidi off the end. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What are you saying about Scott Mosher bumping Heidi? <laughs> well, 23 other people. You can cut that out. No, no, nothing's getting cut out. This is going out as originally recorded this week. I'm sick and tired of having to end up editing a podcast which is meant to just go out. Well, Nicola, thank you very much for your list of top 10 Canadians. We're, oh, we haven't done two, 50 minutes that was. 50? Yeah. Wow, we said half an hour. Huh? Well, I said half an hour minimum. I didn't say wow, that I thought you said we're half to be an hour out was... at half an hour. Oh, No, this okay. podcast is as long as a piece of string. Okay. And this week we haven't gone for three hours talking oh, about <laughs> crap. And well, a bit of the episode occasionally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for this week, I have been Detective Squee. With me as always has been Dotty Baker, and um, not Michelle. And also our guest host this week was Mountie Nicola. You going to come back? Yes. Okay, well, I'll come back if someone tells me about Heidi Van Horney. Well, Michelle, listen to this episode and then do the appropriate research. Yes. Or please write in someone at GSouth uh, BSC if Heidi's at listening. gmail.com. <laughs> oh, I did a Michelle on that one. If Heidi's listening. <laughs> Until next week. Uh, Nicola, say if the listeners had a compass and they wanted to keep it pointed in a certain direction which direction would you pick think about the name of the podcast due south by southeast see was that really that difficult she was pulling such faces Brought to you by Heidi Van Horney. Download one of her videos today.